Hello and welcome back to another Fitness for 95ers podcast with Andrew Marsham. Today we are going to be going through a very important topic and that is going to be how to get in the best shape of your life in 2020 while working 9 to 5. Obviously something I'm very passionate about, something I have done myself and also will be doing this year as I push for my photo shoot in March. Hopefully some of you are coming with me on that journey. Hopefully some of you who are listening are taking part in that with me. Um, if you're not, head over to my Instagram or at andrewmarsham underscore fitness or my LinkedIn, um, Andrew Marsham, and connect with me, follow me, let me know how you're doing, let me know how I can help you going into 2020, getting the best shape of your life. Now, for those of you who want something to get you kick-started in the right direction, in the show notes below, you will see a link to my complete fat loss guide. This is a completely free download, something I put a good bit of money and time behind into creating for you. It's going to involve my top 10 diet hacks, a complete full body workout, 45-minute fat burning workout for you to give a go. And also a complete day of eating example for fat loss. Now, obviously, quantities and things will differ, but if you drop me a message once you've picked that up, I'll help you sort that out and make sure you're on the right track when it comes to losing fat for you and your goals. Also, for anyone who screenshots me the, this podcast and tags me in their stories or screenshots and tags me anywhere, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever that may be, I'm going to set you up with a f- completely free coaching call for this year. Let's go over your goals, let's go over your challenges and figure out how I can help you or just guide you to the best result possible. Same for those who leave a review. Same offer is on the table. So all you have to do is leave a review or screenshot this podcast and tag me in it somehow. Now, today what we are going to be covering is how to get into the best shape of your life in 2020. What to eat, how to train, how to sleep, supplementation, and then finally, what it actually takes to be and maintain your success, to be successful and maintain that success. So let's start with nutrition, probably one of the most, probably that is the most confusing topic out of the lot. Do I go vegan? Do I go vegetarian? Do I do, do carnivore? Do I do keto? Low carb, high carb, low fat, high fat, whatever. There's so many fucking options out there. It's all about what is going to work for you in the long term. When you go into a diet, when you start a quote-unquote diet, because diet is just the food you eat, that's all that is. It doesn't need to be this fucking stupid idea of low-carb or whatever. Um, Low-carb has its place, but not, not we're not talking about that. Um, your diet is simply the food you eat. So what are you eating on a daily basis that is sustainable but is also going to get your result? For example... If you're eating plain chicken, rice and broccoli or, you know, fish and asparagus or whatever the fuck it is you're eating and it's you're dreading sitting down to every meal, how long are you going to last in that, realistically? I certainly wouldn't last more than a week. Maybe if I was really pushing for something, I could do it. If I really was getting to the deep end of a cut, like I probably will at the end of for this photo shoot prep. But outside of that, no chance. What you need to consider, what you need to start thinking about is setting up a diet that's going to be sustainable for you in the long term. Now, there's a couple of things I think you really need to consider for that diet as well. 
But these are merely, merely guidelines. This is going to be individual to you, your needs, your likes, your wants, whatever, your goals, your situation. So many different factors to consider. This is why if you do not know what you're doing, if you do not know where to start, ask for help. Get a coach, reach out to someone. If someone's just giving you a fucking stupid meal plan every week, giving you no context to what you're doing, how are you ever going to learn anything? Right, that's not a topic we'll get to later on. But a couple of key factors to think about when it comes to nutrition. Firstly, the diet should be high in protein. If you are training like an athlete, aka lifting weights or doing cardio, or you have goals of building muscle, dropping body fat, something we'll get into obviously in a minute with regards to the training side, high protein is absolutely key for both fat loss and muscle building. Why is that key? Well, firstly, protein is very anabolic, so you need protein to build muscle, and the more muscle you have, the more fat you're going to burn. Why is that? Because having more lean mass, having more muscle, is very cal calorically expensive. So if you've got a lot of muscle, you're going to need a lot of calories to sustain it. You're also going to be burning more calories when you're sleeping if you have more muscle mass. So absolutely key. Next, protein is very satiating. So if you eat a massive bowl of chicken... Um, and compare that to the calories that were in, say, a glass of olive oil, what do you think is going to keep you fuller for longer? Obviously, the chicken. It's much more sustainable. It's much more satiating. Um, again, it's going to keep you fuller for longer, stop you snacking. It's also been shown to stop you snacking and things like that, or to help cut down due to just the fullness and things like that. Another key benefit of protein is the thermic effect of food. So consuming protein... Just the digestive process alone burns around 25% of the calories you ingest from the protein, whereas it's only about 8%, 4% for carbs and fat, respectively. So again, another, another positive there. You also need protein to build muscle. This is the actual building blocks of the tissue. And again, if your goal is to build muscle, if you're not consuming enough protein, I recommend around one gram per pound of body weight for anyone who has fat loss or muscle building goals, then this is going to be absolutely key. If you need a list of complete protein or food sources, drop me a message. I've got one that I send out to my clients, but I'm happy to share it with anyone who's listening to the podcast. All you have to do is drop me a DM and I'll send you that over. Now, please don't worry um, too much about food timings and things like that when you're starting out. This has its place, but it's for those who are more advanced who have the nutritional aspect under control. If you have that aspect under control, drop me a message and I'll try and push I'll give you a suggested structure on how you can sort your timings out. Again, it can be important, um, but not for those who don't have a grasp in the diet to start with. A couple of things you really need to think about when you're starting out. Think about the quality of the food you're consuming and focusing on primarily whole single ingredient foods. So what is that? Single ingredient foods are just that, single ingredient foods, salmon, chicken, potatoes, sweet potatoes, any vegetables, any fruits, rice, all these kind of things. Now, you can go outside of that as well. Listen, I'll have, you know, likes of cheese and things like that, or maybe some whole wheat bread, whole wheat toast, bagels, etc. Protein powders, protein bars, I'll add all that in. But the majority of my diet, around probably 80%-ish, is made up of 
those single ingredient whole natural foods. Few reasons, health benefits for a start. You're consuming whole micronutrient-dense foods. You're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be more satiated because these foods are not like, for example, if you took 100 calories from a biscuit and 100 calories from a sweet potato, what do you think is going to fill you up more? Obviously, it's going to be the sweet potato. It's far more satiating. You get much more food volume or 100 calories from fucking broccoli or something like that. It's a massive bowl. So you've got to think about that when you're consuming your foods and putting together your calories and macronutrient goals and targets as well. Don't just um, think about, you know, eating healthy either. That, 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 that. Framed that the very wrong way there. So don't just say, I'm eating clean, I'm eating healthy, why am I not losing weight? You have to have a calorie and macronutrient goal. Don't have to, sorry, but certainly having a calorie target at least is a great place to start. You can overeat on healthy, clean, natural foods and wonder why you're not losing weight. It's certainly possible. So making sure you're tracking what you're eating, using the likes of a MyFitnessPal. Again, it can be a learning curve to start with, but it's something now that I don't even think about using. I do it every single day without hesitation. It's not a problem, but it does take a bit of time and a bit of skill to get to pick up. I do have a full YouTube video on this. The link for my YouTube is in the description below in the show notes, so make sure and go and check that out if you want to know more about how to use MyFitnessPal, how to track your calories. And when it comes to the whole natural health ingredients, meal prepping is something that's so easy and so powerful. Again, go over to my YouTube. There's a playlist with about 30, maybe more recipes in it. I add one every single week to that playlist. There is enough recipes in there to do you a month. There really is. So think about starting to put together a meal prep, having that food there in advance when you're in the office, when you're out in sight, whenever it is what you're doing, if you have something there prepped, ready to go, you're far more likely to stay on track than stray. Because if you're drawn into a situation where you may be going to the canteen or where maybe you might be grabbing something on the go, the choice isn't always going to be optimal. Now, you can get healthy options from McDonald's, KFC, Greggs. I've put these together for my clients. But again... If you're in an environment where not um, everyone is eating that same thing, then you can get dragged down into maybe having not unhealthy or something like that. So making sure you're prepped with a meal prep ready to go. This does not mean bland food. By no means. If you've, if you've seen or familiar with any of the recipes I create, they're most certainly not that way. So making sure consuming quality foods that you enjoy and doing it in a way that's sustainable is the way to go with your nutrition. This might sound completely overwhelming and confusing to start with. If it is, again, reach out for help. You do not need to do this alone. I certainly would never, ever do it again alone. Even I have a coach. So just think about that. Even the best in the industry have coaches, any superstar, any... Um, top athlete, the olive coaches, and all for a good reason. Now, when it comes to training, so that's nutrition, the overview of nutrition sorted. I'm not going to get into the intricacies of it today. Um, same with training. I'm just going to give you a brief overview of what you can think about, what you can focus on going forward into 2020 that's going to get you in the best shape of your life. Does that make sense? So, when you're training, what should you be training like? Mm. 
First and foremost, you must be training with weights. If you have a goal, primary focus is to lose fat, build muscle, look lean, look athletic, look muscular, starting with weight training is your number one priority. For so many reasons, increased muscle mass, increased metabolism, increased lean tissue, all these different things um, are just going to impact, obviously, how you look, how you feel, um, your energy levels. Once you start increasing all these things, or increasing all these markers, likes of your muscle mass, things get easier. Fat loss gets easier. Your metabolism speeds up. Due to the increased muscle mass, you now actually burn more calories just at rest as well. So if you're trying to lose body fat and all you're doing is running or cycling or on the treadmill, you're looking at the wrong method. Now, the, again, the enjoyment factor has to be taken in, but what do you really want more? I refuse to believe that um, anyone can, you can't put together a routine, a training routine that involves weightlifting that someone won't enjoy. Otherwise, you, unless you just have absolutely no interest in it whatsoever and then you just hate it. That's fair enough. You probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Um... So training with weight should be a primary focus regardless of what your goal is when it comes to muscle building, fat loss, whatever. How many days per week doesn't matter. I've seen clients get amazing results with two. I've pushed clients to as much as six. So again, find what works for you. Find what is sustainable. If you're starting out this January and you can say to yourself wholeheartedly that you can definitely hit three days a week, start there. And if you've got time, if you've got a spare night and you're feeling motivated and you want to go for that fourth, maybe fifth session, by all means, fucking go for it. But do not let yourself fall under the commitment you set yourself. Make it an absolute no option and then you're going to start seeing some results. Whether it's two, whether it's three, whether it's four, it doesn't fucking matter. Even if it's one. You've got to start somewhere and make sure you hold yourself to that commitment. And if you do that consistently over time, you're going to start getting results. Again, not going to get into the intricacies, the best splits and things like that. Those will be for future episodes. But today, when it comes to your training, firstly, start with a weight-based training routine. Again, if you don't have one, reach out to me. I can help. certainly help point you in the right direction. Then set a number of days per week that you know you can hit it and work from there. So cardio, the likes of your treadmill, rowing machines, going out running, whatever. Is it necessary? Maybe not. Depends on the goal, depends on the objective. But I highly advise it to anyone who has any health and fitness goals. I personally try and keep it in year round. I will at least try and maintain a minimum step count. But including some, maybe a run or some interval training, some incline walking just to start off your workouts even if it's minimal 10-15 minutes a day is going to make a bit is going to have a benefit to again the weight training side and again the fat loss side so these all tie in together so if you are fitter healthier get more energy that is going to allow you to push harder in your sets for longer therefore allowing you to build more muscle allowing you to build more fat or burn more fat sorry and then the cardio itself is also going to have that fat burning effect. Even if you're in a gaining phase, I really consider, I really have to consider keeping cardio in as a necessity at all times. Even as I said, if it's 10 to 15 minutes on the incline, walking in a treadmill, that is the best place to start. 
Maintaining that throughout the year is going to cross over into so many benefits. As I said, the increased fitness, increasing energy levels, you're going to feel better, you're going to be fitter, healthier, heart's going to be healthier. All these things matter when it comes to what you can actually do in the gym as well. Even if your priority is just the weightlifting, that should always be a consideration. If you can't stand the treadmill, if you can't do cardio, whatever, make sure you're then hitting a minimum step count and sticking with it. Personally, I will always maintain a minimum of 10,000 a day for the most part. Some days I fall under, some days I fall well over. In the summer months, I tend to be well over around 15,000 because I go a walk every night. But maintaining some sort of minimum step count is at least going to have that baseline of activity for you. Now, if you're just starting off and you want to start fat loss progress in the right direction and you want to make sure that you're just getting enough of a bump to start seeing some progress, up your target by 20%. If you have an iPhone, you can track it in the health app. Get yourself a Fitbit or something. There's plenty of reasonably priced devices out there that can help you with this sort of thing. So, for example, if you're only hitting 5,000 steps a day, Start by hitting 6,000. That's 20% increase. Then, two weeks later, 20% again. And you just continue to step it up and you just continue to progress and move forward. Another thing you should be thinking about when you're going into training as well, if you're doing the same weights, same routine, week in, week out, you're not going to be fucking progressing. Who wants to be in the gym looking the same as they did the year before? Certainly not me. So making sure you're tracking your training making sure that you're always progressing, whether it's a rep, one rep or two reps or a slight increase in weight every single week, you should really be pushing for that as a minimum. That's what I insist on from my clients. That's why I insist on from myself and my own training. Unless you are into the depths of a cut where things might be slightly different, if you're getting really lean and you're a bit more experienced, then that's going to be a slightly different scenario. But most people listening to this aren't in that place. I'm not even in that place. So always continue to push for improvements. You should be trying, you should be recording your workouts every single time you go into the gym. It is one of the most basic and simple techniques, but is an absolute must. So next, that's just covered nutrition and training. Um, Going into some quality sleep. Sleep is absolutely essential and is probably the most underutilised portion of any training routine. If you're not getting enough good quality sleep, you're leaving so much on the table, you're going to be setting yourself up for failure. And at the end of the day, however, that's maybe going to be your biggest room for improvement. You should be aiming for around seven to nine hours each night in a cool, dark room. Also, you should be considering really cutting out blue light before bed. So what is this? This is your phone screen, your laptop screen, your television, whatever it is. Cutting these out an hour or so before bed is going to help you get a much deeper, much better, higher quality sleep. If you do that, you're going to see some differences. I fucking guarantee it. I've done it myself. I do it with my clients. And the feedback is always the same. What a difference that has made. So making sure you're doing these things is absolutely key. 
doing some sort of relaxation before you go to bed, like stretching or meditating, is always a good idea. I personally do both um, before I go to bed. Uh, the last hour before I go to bed involves stretching, meditation, and then 30 minutes of reading. That is how I finish my night, nine, nine times out of ten. The weekend might be slightly different if I'm out or something like that or whatever. Um, but for the majority of the time, that is how I like to set up my environment, how I like to set up my nighttime routine. And I, I, I would highly, highly suggest you give something similar a go. Guarantee you're going to see some really big differences when you give that a try. If you do not know um, where to start in that, simply drop me a message. I do have a full-blown presentation that I've made with my clients on this. Again, if you're a valued listener, I will happily send it over. All you have to do is drop me a message and we'll go from there. That is a few things to think about when you're getting sleep. So to summarise, seven to nine hours, ensure you're in a cool, dark room. Cut out the blue light before you go to bed an hour before. Do some sort of relaxation, the likes of stretch and stroke meditation, and finish off the night with some reading. Again, if you're looking for a meditation app, go for Sam Harris Waking Up. That's what I use. Find it quite beneficial. Next one. The least important out of what we've covered so far, but the most important in the fitness world <laughs> seems to be, um, and that is supplementation. Supplementation can be very helpful. However, it is not necessary. Um, there's a couple of things that, once you have addressed nutrition, training and sleep, if you are going to spend £100 in supplements in the next week because you're getting started, you're getting into the fitness room, don't fucking bother. Spend £100 and coming and speaking to me and asking for some training and nutrition advice and I'll get you started in the right direction. My brand new brand new released program, the Get Fit Five, Get Fast Get Fit Fast for Nine to Fivers Premium, is a lower ticket option. So it's a lower price, £150 for 12 weeks. You, you invest your money there, I guarantee you'll get 10 times the results you'll get off any supplement. Probably a hundred times the results, and I'm not exaggerating there. So if you're about to go and spend 70, 80, 100 pounds in supplements and protein bars, which do have a place and can be helpful, think about spending your money elsewhere first if you're unsure about all these things that I've talked about so far. So supplementation. If you're just starting out and money is maybe not the biggest resource for you, then start with a whey protein, a creatine and some sort of caffeine source. Now, whey protein, go to my protein. There's some great options there. It's reasonably cheap. It's reasonably good quality. Creatine as well. Get yourself a basic creatine monohydrate, nothing else. For caffeine, have a diet Red Bull or have a coffee before your workout. It's going to help. Um especially on those days where you're feeling a bit more tired. If you do not feel like you need it, do not use it. However, if you're feeling a bit lethargic, if you feel like you could do with a boost, by all means throw it in. It's certainly going to get, uh, give you some benefits. I personally use caffeine before every workout in some form or another. More, some days I'll have a pre-workout. Um, if I'm feeling a bit run down, or if I'm maybe not a bit run down, but a bit tired, a bit lethargic, whatever. Other days I would just use a coffee and that's it. Next couple of there's some tiers you can think about when it comes to supplementation. The next ones you I would I would probably point you in the right direction of are a fish oil, 
a multivitamin, some sort of magnesium or zinc magnesium supplement, vitamin D3 and ashwagandha. I have used, I will recommend to my clients, all find them very useful. Again, these are not necessary. They are only helpful. However, if you have the spare money, if you have the spare resources, then by all means pick them up. If you need me to send you over a list of where I get them and what what I do with them, just let me know. I'll send drop me a message and I'll make sure and point you in the right direction. There's no need to go over the top with them, however. Do not make supplements the first thing you, you buy or spend money on. Ask for help first. Ask for direction from someone who knows what they're doing first. Then you can start going down that route. Focus on training, nutrition, sleep, and first and foremost. And then you can start looking at the other factors once you've actually reached out and asked for help. What does it actually take to be successful? So we've now talked about training, nutrition, supplementation, and sleep. Four kind of main pillars, I would say. Um, to start off with, there's likes of breathing and things like that. But I'm not going to get into that. I'm not qualified to do that, to be perfectly honest. Um, but what does it take to be successful? It takes consistency. That's it. That is the, the end all and be all of you getting a result. Anybody can stay on plan for a few weeks or even a few months. How many of you have stayed on plan until... January or till the end of January until maybe March even when the holiday come up and then when you come back that was it, it was a way to fuck it was just, nah, maybe next year what you need to focus on and this is why I said doing it gradually, doing it slowly and making sure you're getting the right direction on these things is absolutely key is making gradual adjustments that's going to turn this into a lifestyle that's where the real success comes, not when you start identifying as somebody who goes to the gym, as somebody who eats healthy, as somebody who gets enough sleep, when you actually become that person, that is when you're going to start seeing lifelong lasting results. Not someone who's doing it for a holiday or getting in shape for the summer. Focus on building habits, systems and routines. My clients have morning and nighttime routines that I give to them every single day. So do I. That I execute every single day. That's going to anchor you and give you somewhere to start and end the day. If that is consistent, start and end of the day, you're much more likely to be more successful in the middle part of the day. So what morning and nighttime routines can you start including? I mentioned the sleep one there, making sure you're going through a good sleeping routine, a good nighttime routine. Again, if you'd like the morning routine that I, my clients use, drop me a message. I will send it over. Um, and also a couple of things to focus on uh, to being successful long term continually learning you have to be always continually learning if all you're doing as i said at the start of the podcast is collecting a meal plan and a training program from your coach or from your trainer what skills are you actually learning that's going to last your lifetime probably none i make a massive deal of teaching my clients how to eat how to train how to sleep and then the thought process behind it all it's not just here you go get on with it see you in 12 weeks Absolutely not. That's why I do a weekly webinar every single week, a weekly group call for every one of my clients to allow them to learn, take on some new knowledge and implement it into their lives going forward beyond the length of what the time they're working with me. Obviously, I want everyone to work with me for the rest of their life, but that's not going to happen. But what I can do is teach them to be successful and maybe tell somebody about their success. And that is how you create a good business. And that is why... 
I go over the top to create these systems, habits, routines for people to last a success because it's much more rewarding for me as a coach to have someone speak to somebody a year down the line, Ryan Miller, a perfect client example, someone who has continually been consistent and has only got better since leaving the programme. That is where the great success comes. That is what I like to hear. So that's my summary on how to be successful and get your best ever physique in 2020 while working nine to five. Again, absolutely key that you work all these nutrition um, training structures around your job, around your family, around all these things. That's why I always suggest starting out gradual and building slowly and ensuring that is something that you can be consistent with. If you need some help with this going into New Year, Go and you want to get in the best shape of your life 2020, then drop me a message. Let's start the conversation. There's also an application form in the, the show notes below if you'd like to go straight for it. Let's have, let's jump on the phone. Let's have a conversation and see how I can help you going into this year. Also, a quick reminder for anyone who leaves a review or screenshot, free coaching call. And for those who want something just to get quick started, my completely free fat loss guide is also going to be linked in the show notes below. Hopefully you've enjoyed this and we'll see you in the next one.